with this music. Okay. Never let me see you here. That's really weird. I just, I found my old music I used to make. It's really not very good, but it brings back some memories. That is for sure. Interesting memories. 
Wow, that was weird. I am your goddess. Give me all your money. Fuck your little bitch. Give it to me, baby. Make me rich if you want my time. You got to pay, 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 Hey guys. Wow. Erupted into giggles. And then she pounced on me, pushing me down on the bed. And we began to kiss long and hard. She slips her tongue hot and wet into my mouth. And we began to fondle each other's breasts. It was pretty hot and heavy, and Ryan was looking over. <laughs> Poor guy, but you could tell he liked what he saw. I mean, who wouldn't? Two gorgeous women going at it right in front of you, naked on a bed. He began to peel off his clothing, and he sat on the corner. I don't know if he didn't know what to do or if he was just enjoying the scenery, you know. But eventually, Shauna pulled away from me and turned and looked at him. She held out her hand and beckoned him to come toward us, and he did. <laughs> very, very happily, if not thirstily. She giggled a little. Oh, Ryan, don't be shy, babe. I promise Angel won't bite you. I'm not so sure about that. I couldn't believe it. She knew me so well how I liked it. Just a little on the rough side. What are you doing? Get that dick in her now. I made a show of struggling. Just enough. And then I let Ryan part my legs. He plunged his... Big, long, 
thick cock into my vagina. And just as I was about to cry out at the surprise, Shauna put her lips on mine again and stifled the scream. We were making out hot and heavy. And I could feel inside of me that things were building to a level that I didn't know how much longer I could take it. I pulled away from her and I said to her to sit on my... Oops. Hey, Joe. I found some old music and this just happened to be uh, hidden in the music. Plunged my tongue into her wet vagina into the folds licking licking plunging them deeper in I put my fingers that was fucking hilarious I'm not very good um, music, so I'm warning you on that. Yeah. Oh, no, not that one. Okay. Oh, God, what's, what's going on? Trying to get to the music here yet. There. Nobody likes this song. That's eh, funny. It's not going to work. What the hell? There it goes. I don't think it's working. What the hell? Oh my god. There we go. Can you hear that? Just give me a thumbs up. Okay. I'm not very good. So, like, don't expect to be too shocked and amazed. You don't hear the music, really? That's no good. Wonder if that's sucky. Oh, God, this girl did this one. Yeah, that was pretty bad. The music is beautiful. I made the music, too. Let me see if I can fix it. No more. Oh, I hate this shit. Like, this audio shit's always kicking me in the face. I wish I was smarter at that shit. I'm turning up the volume on it. Oh god. I'm sorry. Listen. That sucks ball sucks, man. Really? You can't hear the music at all. Fuck man, I hate this app. Oh, fuck me hard. Of course, it would be like that, right? Because, like, the music is actually not bad, but 
Fuck me hard. Fuck me hard. Hold on. Maybe I can fix it. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Sometimes Colin is so confusing. Like, I don't know why he does that. I was trying to play, show people my music before, and the same thing happened. Like, I don't fucking get it, man. I swear the music gods are like, man, this girl should not be making music. Save the world. <laughs> no, it's so easy to do nowadays, though. It's kind of crazy. Like, I make all these songs on my phone with an app that is absolutely free. And have you ever heard of BandLab? Like, man, for, like, just a phone app, it's pretty fucking good. Like, it's all free. They do mastering and everything. It's very easy to use for somebody that wouldn't be, you know, too well-versed in making music, which I am not. Yeah, it is Colin's fault. Colin can, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say too much bad things about Colin because they are pretty good fucking, you know. They're pretty good about the freedom of speech stuff. And, you know, I get a little fucking sweary. And if you ever wanted to talk, you could just go to the call-in. Neither could I until I got this app. <laughs> Neither could I until I got this app. It makes it way too easy for the average, everyday nobody to make music. <laughs> I have, like, no musical talent whatsoever. But that's how easy it is. So I, like, got rid of or got rid of. Well, now I got rid of him. But my... You know how us girls are, right? I got all boo-fucking-hooey about it. So I wrote, like, a bunch of angry girl songs about my ex. Pretty much. Which is kind of funny. And I thought I was a rapper. So I tried to gangster rap. I don't know if you noticed from my pictures, but I'm a cheesy little white girl that wears hippie clothes for the most part <laughs> trying to do death metal and gangster rap it's very very funny yeah exes are very good muses i mean the only thing the guy was good at was he's the only guy that's ever you know bounce chick about well you know got me there and whatnot so right <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And now my computer is being a freaking piece of something horrible. A piece of something horrible is what it's being. Because, yeah, you know. Yeah, my ex is an idiot. He punched me in the face. Hard. Like, I was pretty messed up. I'm just healing from that. So obviously he's not my boyfriend anymore, five years down the drain, but I'm pretty sure I can find guys that are down with not doing that shit, right? Oh, don't be sorry at all. I think I dodged a motherfucking bullet. I dodged a bullet from a crazy dude. I, yeah, I did. Like, fuck me. Now I can find a nice, decent guy that when I disagree with him, he's just going to take it. Like a man. And if he's really mad, walk away. Because, <laughs> like, totally, your girlfriend can disagree with you. That's all cool. You know? You don't punch her. <laughs> and so, I'm not too upset about it, you know? It just means that there's something better waiting out there for me. I would never think about 
being violent to somebody that I loved. You know what I mean, right? Like, you love somebody, you don't want to hurt them, right? That's just ridiculous. And I would never, I don't think women should hit men either. I just don't think you should hit no one. Well, sometimes you, but not somebody you love. Your hands are for loving, not hurting. What a silly mother trucker he was. Hmm. Well, it looks like maybe my music is so bad that the computer is trying to save you. <laughs> I doubt it, though. There's no saving anybody. <laughs> There's no saving anybody. For my horrible music, like, man, it's not fair. It's not fair, man. <laughs> Is there? Oh, I didn't know that. Because I have a Discord server, too. Let's check that out. You're on my Discord, too, aren't you? Yeah, I thought I saw that. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know how to do that. Damn it all. I'm going to figure it out, though. Because I think the world needs to be subjected to my music. My horrible music needs to be heard by the world. Just because I'm, I don't know why. I'm really trying not to think of him. It's an addiction. I don't know if you know a lot about, uh, uh about, you know, abused women and whatnot. It's actually very embarrassing for me that this happened at all like i'm very embarrassed about it but uh i've been dealing with it for years so it's almost like you're on a drug right it's almost like you're on a fucking drug that is how it is and i'm like jonesing for this dude like a psycho oh really i just went to school for that i've been clean three years now and um, I have to do my first aid, and then I get my degree in addictions counseling. So uh, good for you, man. I know how hard it is. Why don't you do that work anymore? Dude, you can just, like, get up to the calling if you don't want to type. Oh, yeah, I heard that's, like, one of the killers of that job. Burnout. Yeah, see... I worry about that too because like I really truly do fucking care too but I want to go street level I want to be like walking in the alleys sitting beside the junkie as he shoots his needle trying to help and I know that's very controversial but I can't forget where I came from I can't leave the darkness have a light and not take some of the light back to the darkness with me i was pretty bad in my addiction you know i was i was really bad that's okay well thank you it's nice to have somebody listening <laughs> i'm going through a lot in my stupid life right now it really sucks i can't believe i'm still sober i really cannot believe i'm still sober it's only by some fucking miracle. Well, I did relapse a little, but my ex is also a drug dealer. <laughs> One of the hardest things to do, it's been three years for me. I, okay, I had a little relapse in between there, okay? 
And I know some people start over and say, I'm zero days clean and sober, but I did have a relapse. And I kind of unfairly don't count it because, yeah, I'm I'm not happy that I relapsed. I, I hate myself for it all the time. But thank you very much. I tried really hard. Like, I come from street level, so I was forced into human trafficking. And uh, I was forced into human trafficking out there with gangs and whatnot and the whole nine yards. I've had a wicked, interesting life. Yeah, I'm like, I fell through. If there is a crack in the sidewalk and I am walking, I'm going to fall through that crack. It's been like that since I was a little kid. So I know the traps. And I do want to help men too, but I always say to people, women, they may have reached equality in the regular world. They may have. But do we really have equal rights and can we really boast when we've left our sisters behind? Because women on the streets are not free. <laughs> it is hard being a woman out there, man. I've got trauma on top of trauma on top of trauma. But I don't let it hard me or upset me too much. But I lie when I say that too. I had to be quiet because I'm in a woman's shelter right now, so I don't want to wake people up, so I'm back in my room now. <laughs> but no, um, there's some pretty horrible things that go on, you know? Like, fuck, it was hard. I'm a five foot, almost one girl who weighs on a good day, 98 to 100 pounds. And I went to hate, well, my first boyfriend tried to murder me. And he went to jail for the attempted murder. And uh, I was just barely 18. And I was so scared of him that I left Medicine Hat, Alberta. And I hitchhiked to Hastings. Like, hit the road with my thumb up and ended up, I thought Vancouver was the place to be. <laughs> Holy, what a culture shock that was for a good little girl like me. People were, like, shooting up in the streets. And I, now that I'm older, I look back and I was like, every predator in the goddamn world must have had their eye on me. And they did. And they did. <laughs> yeah, I've been through quite a bit. Sometimes I don't, well... I'm told mostly to shut up about it. Like, people don't want to hear about my life because it's too hard for them to listen to. And that kind of sucks for me because even though my life's been really fucked up, it's been my life. There was a time, because I went to a church outreach, uh, sober living house, and they're the ones that would always tell me, Crystal, you can't talk about your life. You can't talk about your life because it upsets people. Hi, Bloody. How are you doing? I'm so happy you're here. I was, I was just cranking some white snake right now, going through my heart, my list on Spotify of heavy metal. Oh, wicked. I love heavy metal. <laughs> I was really doing it because I, I saw a scene in the series Suits. 
you know those lawyers on USA Network a long time ago. Yeah. You know, it's the one with Meghan Markle, the one that's married to Prince uh, Harry from England. Oh yeah. And there's yeah. a Duchess, Duchess, Duchess of Sussex, Duke of Sussex. So, you know, it, it caught me. A line caught me where Jessica, the you know Jessica Pearson, was walking away from the mm -hmm. firm, and she said, and it, you know, the guy said, you know, like here I go, and, and it just kicked in that same the same the same uh, phrase from the song. Mm -hmm. So I just went into it. I kind of put it away for a bit. I put it on pause. Yeah. And, uh, I just started looking at my, and I just got in, involved in my whole rock and roll collection that I have because I, oh, I yeah. a lot of eighties. I'm a, I'm an eighties baby. And, and, well, that's you know, when music was music. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I'm, you know, I'm listening to the, the songs I grew up with, you know, as a teenager. <clears throat> I was trying to do some of that too. I'm having an, a little bit of a hard night. Why? I'm addicted. I'm addicted to that guy. Like we were together four years. I don't know, man. Like he messages me every day. I block him, but I can't be with him because he punches me in the face, and I'm very injured because of it. So, like, what the fuck is the matter with me? <laughs> yeah, but what's the matter with him hitting you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah he's on? a big guy too. He's a big guy. He's like six feet tall, and like, well, he weighs like 150 pounds. But I'm only 98 pounds, and I'm five foot zero. So but why is he getting violent? That's the thing. Mm. I quit drugs, and he didn't. Well, he's got to. He's got to stop that. Shit. He does crack. There was more reason. Yeah. One of the most hard addicting things. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. He... From Black... Remember I told you? I had a friend. Yeah. I really wish yeah. I knew why he did that to me. I really wish I did. I would do, change anything to make him happy. I would have. I would have done that, anything. That you're the one that's changing. He the, doesn't, doesn't want to change. So the problem is not you, it's him. Yeah, he wanted me to just do drugs and stuff again, I think. And I just didn't want to do drugs again. And does it say why he wants to do drugs? Because he likes being a drug dealer. He enjoys his life the way it is. He likes the lifestyle. But I don't. Yeah, but that, 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 comes, uh, that comes with a, it comes with a high cost. And, and I, I can't love him out of it. I thought maybe my love would give him a reason to, you know, want to well, change. Like, in the Quantum Leap... Uh, I think advantage when he talk when he's talking to the guy he's, he tells everybody and, and I agree love didn't get it get it done with your mom and dad love's not gonna get it done and he's talking to guys that want to be high powered uh, uh, people you know not everybody's mm -hmm. a high powered people but you could learn from high powered people he goes love doesn't get it done yes it's, it's beautiful mom and dad loved you he goes and whoever you fall in love with, they loved you. But love doesn't get things done. That's what people don't understand. You well, don't God always loves you. God you know? always loves you. Well, yeah, God's love is, is uncomparable to anyone. You know what I mean? I think I believe in God now, Blotty. Like, yeah. I watched Chosen. Have you ever heard The Chosen before? Mm, I think I've seen it, but it's, I didn't really get into it. It's an app you have to get for your phone. And it's totally crowdfunded by church people. But I had no TV. I had to get them out of my head. So I downloaded this, the Chosen app, because I saw this YouTube commercial. And it's all about Jesus's life. Like, it, all about him going out and and talking to people and, like, meeting all the 12 disciples. And 
It was fucking beautiful. I was like weeping the entire two seasons. I, I, I got to see it. I know there was, it was an app. I barely got a glimpse of it. Uh, somebody, I, I saw one of my friends, I think he had it, but I kind of skipped over because I've seen so many Jesus. Uh, oh, this one's amazing. It, this one's amazing. Amazing. Like, I can't wait till they do the third season. I might have to read the Bible because oh, I have good. to know what that happens. Gets you into, that gets you into Bible I, reading. You know where they stopped it? Jesus is like thousands and thousands and thousands of people are all coming and they're all standing there. And Jesus was about to do his big speech. And then they stopped it. I don't know what he said. Uh Like it's driving me crazy. (laughs) So like, it's so exciting too. They did such a good job on this and they didn't want to sell out to the bigger companies. That's why it's just an app for a phone. No. Yeah. It was actually good because they probably would have got into the politics and you know how they're, they are. What they did yeah. to Mel Gibson was the passion of the Christ. So he had to find himself, and, and God blessed him uh, more than a hundred times, about a thousand times. Uh, the thirty. So do you know what? Days. Do you know what Jesus said? What did he say, Bloody? What, what was the scene? Say? I need to know the scene exactly. Okay. What was the scene? He's, there's like thousands and thousands of people that show up, and Jesus is standing on a mountain talking to them. And that and, was probably the Sermon on the Mount. And yeah, be, and you don't have enough food or something. Like he, ha- I think that's where he does the fishes. And okay. Stuff. okay. I don't know, but Basically, that was going to be good. Showed, he did it like in two, I believe in two. I believe it could have been more done more than once, but it, it was where he, where he basically fed the people, the five thousand. But in reality, um, Angie, it was it was over over twenty thousand people. If you remember, well. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jewish didn't count the women. They were considered less than dogs, which is horrible. Oh my God. So the children and the women were discounted. So if, if you would assume that it's only five, five times three gives you at least uh, 15, mm-hmm. and five times four gives you 20. So it could have been like, like somewhere, well, since the men were only counted, that's 5,000. <laughs> but if you're, if wow. you're, if you're willing to count some of the wives and children, that's about a given 15,000 that he fed, really. But men were yeah, the only the ones Pharisees that were Pharisees really didn't like that Jesus talked to women, did they? Like, because he had two women following him, too. And the Pharisees did not like that. So, like, were women not allowed to be involved in church back then? No, it's the thing is they were relegated to relegated to almost obscurity. I mean, remember the woman, the best example of a, of a woman waiting over... What was it? I don't know. I, I forgot the years. I don't want to say it was up to 32 years, but it was, I think, over 18 years where oh, the wow. woman that bled, she had a medical condition. It wasn't a regular menstruation. She had just had a medical condition. Yeah, yeah. And and nobody t- took uh, 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 no, nobody took attention of her. Yeah. She had gone and she had misspent her money on quacks, on quacks, on hacks and quacks that, that, that were supposedly done. I remember this able, story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and she just touches know, Jesus's robe, doesn't she? She just exactly. touches the back and of his he even, robe. He even says, because there was a lot of people touching him, who is this woman <sighs> who touched me, basically? And that's why they kind mm-hmm. of trip out. Like, who, what do you mean, who touched you? It's like, it could have been anyone, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I like the one, too, where they put the guy through the roof. They, put, they rip off the person's roof, and they send the guy down to get healed. That was the... 
That was pretty. And, so, and sometimes, just you, you know, God goes to when people you see God show in those scenarios that when and this is where I trip out. Going back to the program, sorry to kind of cut into that. No, go we ahead. Talking, go ahead. We were, we were I've talking, been waiting. We I wanted talking, to talk to you about God. We were talking. Really we were talking with Jack Cervantes about nihilism. Yeah. I don't want to get religious, but the thing is, the reason he's a nihilist is because he hasn't done. He hasn't gone to the extreme to get to know God because he his God unfortunately is doubt. Like with all yeah. nihilists and all atheists, their their God is doubt. They they could give you yeah. a, a lot of truth, and you're not willing to combat it. You're not willing to challenge it. So you stay in the little rut of your doubt. That is your God, and and that's why I can't the, talk the, to them about my new findings because if I tell Travis and those guys, oh, I. I think there's a God, man. I believe in God. They're going to just shoot me down and try to talk well, to me. I, I've it. been in a lot of their programs, and a lot of them, they doubt. They're, they're, they, they're, they're most of them don't like But God. another thing, too, with many of those guys in the Pangburg Hangout, Travis, Jack, um, just about everyone, they're not only progressive leftist socialists. Socialism, Marxism demands that you're an atheist. That's to begin with. That's why I could never be a socialist because I would have to renounce God. Remember when Marx really? said that religion were the opioids of the masses? It's the other way around. Marx, mm -hmm. Marxism, socialism is the opioid of the masses. Not God that's an opioid. It's the masses. He had it all wrong. Karl Marx had it all wrong when he wrote the Communist Manifesto. But the problem is you try mm -hmm. to challenge these guys. They're not willing to take But it, it goes beyond that. They might try to use the political and philosophical, everything that they've learned to try to cover up for their sin because – they're cowards. If you look at all these guys, I'm, I'm sorry to say it. I hope to hear it one day. Like I've told many of them in the past, they're cowards. Nobody could come on their own merit to God. We already know that. God calls you. God will woo you. God will groom you. God will bring you to him. If <laughs> I always you do not say, God has a tendency I, to take a nobody and make him somebody without exactly. asking Exactly. So a lot anybody. of these guys, they're high-spirited. <laughs> they're, not, they're not even high-powered people. They're high-spirited. They're arrogant as hell. They mm -hmm. think they know it all. They think they have all the answers. If you hear them talk over and over again, they contradict themselves. They talk a lot of crap. They feel like they're on mm -hmm. top of the world. It's not until they're humble through an accident, through a stroke, or through a disease. God, God forbid that, but on something like that, they're humble. And maybe they'll come to their senses. Maybe they're still like alive. something they, that they, happened to me. Yeah. Honestly, if that didn't so, happen to me, I wouldn't have sat there and I wouldn't have read or started reading the Bible and looking at that show, The Chosen. And mm -hmm. when I saw that, the first scene was when he uh, cured Mary of her demons. And it, it just made me cry because he put his hands that, on her. That's and another said, thing. Another another thing. They don't know that that who they're following is a is a god of this world. That's how lost they are. It's unfortunate. They think it's like all the people, but they don't know it. They're, they're captive. Name. Yeah, they're they're. So do you think God loves me? God loves me, right? Yeah, God yeah. loves everybody, especially everyone that He calls. You know, God yeah, that, loves the whole world. You know. So what do I do now? <laughs> you didn't read my message, obviously. I was like, man, I almost want to do a show that it, because they're usually about there is no God. But I wanted to do one that was a little different. I wanted to find like a preacher or somebody who might come and co-host. Because I think if they have all these shows telling people there is not God, why shouldn't they have one that 
says there is and people can ask their questions and get a God answer, right? Not somebody that's going to tell them there is no God, blah, blah, blah. Because like, because when you tell them they're the God, like I've been in a lot of these programs with the same cat as mentioned, they, they, they contradict you because of the devils that a lot of them don't know they're demonically possessed. They think yeah. they got it all right. It's not until they hit hard rock bottom, like a druggie, an example, I'm going to put it like mm-hmm. that, that they get their mm-hmm. shit together. And maybe if they get to live, okay, because God doesn't know your salvation. Mm-hmm. But God calls you many times. Like like Jack told me, he he, he was a non-denominational Christian. Okay. What did you do with mm-hmm. them? You didn't believe until 13? Well, guess what? A lot of them don't believe at 13. But the problem is they don't seek. You know you know, a lot of times, uh, Angie, why they don't seek? Because they want to live a filthy, perverted life. That's what it comes down to. That's why they hide behind the veil of philosophy, science, and all this shit. God rips through all that to, to touch them in the heart. But they don't want mm-hmm. to be secrets because they've heard in the chance in a church you can't be debauched, you can't be in fornication, you can't be doing drugs, you can't be doing all, all sorts of shit. They don't want to be doing that. They don't want to stop. They want to get to college, they want to move out, and they want to fornicate. That's what it's about. <laughs> really. Yeah. It's about going if you come well, from you can a still do that and believe in God, but he's not gonna like the fact you're doing that. Well but no, well still, you're not I'm I mean just, God's I'm gonna just saying, deal with that. You can't eventually. deny yeah. there's a but, God. But, but a lot of these guys they don't want to answer. Sin. They don't want to be accountable to God. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, that may, yeah, that's sad though because you can't just. They'd rather come God up with all these mysticism and pagan religion yeah. and Buddha and Vishnu and all this other crap that's yeah. going to hell. But they tell you all that as an excuse. But they not because they believe them. It's because those religions don't keep you accountable like God in the Bible. Not even not even the Muslims are kept that accountable with their Allah. When when God keeps you accountable biblically. He sets you straight, and you want to get out of line. He puts you back back in line. So a lot of these well, people. Well, when I don't... was in a jail, they tried to get me to go to those Muslim things. The ladies, the imam, yeah. or whatever they want, they really tried hard to get me to go to that, but I just couldn't because I didn't like the way their rules were for the ladies. Like I couldn't live like that. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> rules for the women is is basically exactly what I told you. The reason that it was they 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 counted five thousand women, but it's believed because women and children were not counted that it could have been at least fifteen thousand. The the new a lot of estimates I don't know how new they are. They 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 took it into consideration, so they could have been a possibly even more than fifteen to twenty or more thousand, depending on all the children and women that were there. Mm-hmm. But that would be assuming that all five thousand men that were there were all men that were single that were married so that's why it has to be given between 15 and 20,000 give or take mm-hmm. it could be maybe even more but but god fed a lot of these people you know these guys don't yeah. believe because they want to use science and i told them you cannot use science i use the same method as cliff neckley i think his name yeah on, on ask cliff he's on the youtube and he challenges college students and some of them are very bright some of them are not some of them are smart mm-hmm. alecky they just want to waste time but the reason yeah. we have this nasty atheism is because really it's because people are coward. I talked to to to, to atheists, a former atheist, and they told me the truth. You know, they they don't want to come yeah. through. They don't want to do the work. They don't want to bow down to God. They want to be their own God. They want to fuck around as much women as they can. 
especially if they're good yeah. looking men, they 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 want to do their own thing. They want to drink. So what do I do now? Oh, what do I do now that I'm like? What do I do now? You continue walking. You continue, you, you, look, you now, continue like, looking for God and and loving Him and seeking Him. I've uh, been waiting to talk to you about this. I was so excited to talk. I was like, I gotta tell Bonnie because there's a God, like, <laughs> like you didn't know, right? But I was like, I have to share this with somebody that's been. And, 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 and let me tell you, these guys are so off. Their their criticism. I've heard of some of the groups, some of those guys from the Pangburn Hangout. They've criticized Jordan Peterson to be an atheist, and they're so wrong. P- Jordan Peterson had an experience very similar to you with God. He's already proclaimed mm-hmm. God several times. Does that mean whether he's going to go to a Roman Catholic just, uh, upbringing or is he going to go to evangelical? We, I don't know. I hope he's seeking God. But he said he, he had a strong fear of what God reveals himself to him. Do, do I now discount the great Jordan Peterson because he's no longer an atheist? No. Never. He's actually <laughs> no, he's going to be much smarter because a lot of our scientists uh, of our, of our, of, of what gave science, including the scientific method and, you know, whether it was Galileo, Galilee, yeah. you know, Copernicus, they were all Christian. They could have been Roman Catholic Christian, but they were Christian. Yeah. They love God. And they, they, they yeah, there are a bunch God. of different kinds. Like, I want to go to church, but <sighs> like, I don't know where to go to church. Then just keep God in prayer and, and ask Him to open the doors to the church. That because I think I need to be doing more than just saying I believe in God. Well, no, you want to get involved. That's the important thing. You want to get involved. Yeah. You know? See, because I could help so many people out of addiction. And if I could help them, then when I leave them, at least I'll have God with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel weird, though. I don't know. No, I mean, if you tell a lot of these guys, if you tell a lot of a lot of these guys in the Pangburn hangout, uh, they're gonna try to make you think that you didn't have an experience. You probably were smoking a a, a fat one. Uh, of you know what? I haven't even wanted to. I haven't even wanted yeah. to. Really, yeah. I sat and I watched that like every day until it was over. I couldn't take my eyes off. Like I couldn't stop watching it. I was so disappointed when it was done. And now I want to go to church because I want to get a Bible or something. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like you, I really I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. You're going to have the biggest battles right there in home because of your boyfriend. And if he doesn't oh, see into that, the, the devil's going to be trying to come at you. You're going to have to be in prayer. I'm I mean, just you, not... you've read, you, you studied and you went to school for that. So you yeah. know what's going on. I know that God has somebody for me that is not going to be the, I don't love Jeff. I just, I don't love him. I do love him, right? But I I know that he's done something so grievously wrong, he cannot be forgiven for it. He can't. I can't forgive him for it. And at the same time, have love and respect for myself. Because he's already got four chances. And he just keeps beating me up worse every time. So if I go back to him, he could kill me next time. That's well, he needs to be locked up. He needs to hurt. He needs, he needs to learn not to be hitting you. And about violence, because that's chicken shit, really, on his part. I'm going to find a man that believes in God and that wouldn't ever hit me. God told me. God told me not to go back to Jeff because he has somebody else for me. That sounds absolutely insane, I know. Uh I know it sounds insane, but God has somebody else for me, and I know that. And and what are you going to do to move on? I mean, because you've broken up with this guy before, so... 
Well, th- that's the good thing. I've like, I believe in God, right? And, uh, um, I just think that everything's going to be okay somehow. I know it sounds dumb, but I just have a feeling inside that if I keep going in the right direction, everything's going to be okay. If I keep okay. working toward me, it's just going to be okay. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just have a feeling that it's going to be okay. It's been really hard. I haven't talked to him. He keeps trying to contact me. I blocked him. And I am giving up a lot of my belongings. I got my cats back, though. Okay. So you moved out? Oh, yeah. All my stuff is out of there. Like, he, I just left some shit because he was trying to hold on to it so he could have a reason for me to go back. So once I got my cats out of there, I was just like, you know what? I can get new clothes. I can get new clothes. That's why people donate to the women's shelter because they want to help somebody. So it might as well be me. So I'm not going to go back for any of my stuff. I'm just happy I got my cats out of there and my computers. So, yeah. But you know what happened? It was the weirdest thing. So I decided I was going to leave all my clothes and all my belongings that were still at his house. Just leave them there because it's only stuff and I'm worth more than stuff. And then all of a sudden there's this big, huge donation given to the woman's shelter, like, a couple hours later, and I mean, these clothes were nicer than the clothes I left behind. They were like clothes I couldn't afford. Like Ralph Lauren and like name brands and shit. So I was like, hey, wicked. I ditched all my clothes and now I got better clothes. <laughs> so are you, are you, did you get another apartment or you went to the women's shelter? Uh, the women's shelter for now because uh, he's, He's got to calm down a bit before I'll feel safe out there. Um, so here, like, the you can't get in. This place is locked down. Like, nobody can get in here. I'm safe. And I have to go out. But if I go out, I have to, like, I have to be really careful because he knows where this place is. His mom used to work here. So I don't go out alone. So, are you, so you're not that far away from him? He works, like, a couple blocks away. It's a really small town. So I can't he really go out. He, he manage, he's a, manages a restaurant. He's a head chef there. Yeah. He manages a restaurant as the head chef? Yeah. And does copious amounts of crack in his off time. He's a functioning wow. addict. But. What <sighs> kind of food does he, does he make? Oh, like amazing. He just, it's so weird how, you know how some people are really good at writing poetry or like painting a picture? He does that with food. Like he'll just, he'll make these recipes. I don't even know where they come from, but it's like art. He's very talented at it. Funny part is he won't eat vegetables. He eats hardly anything. Like he's so fucking picky. I don't know how he does it, but yeah, he is very talented at, at that. He brought this restaurant from being shut down, like they were shut down and open for like an hour a day, to uh, making a thousand dollars a shift. So that's quite a heavy increase in just a couple months he's worked there. Like wow. the owners came all the way from BC just to meet him and say thank you for saving our business because he like wrote a whole different menu and. 
brand new recipes. Everything's homemade. Nothing's frozen and reheated. So I'll give him that. He's talented at what he does. Like, I don't hate the guy. I'll never hate him, but just sad it had to end up this way. But it's his problem. He's going to lose me to somebody else now. And that's okay because God doesn't want me to get beat the fuck up. <laughs> wow. Jesus will be my boyfriend until I find one. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Clearly. But yeah, I'll just, I don't need a man in my life. I know that one is coming and I trust that he's going to be the right one and he will be here when I need him to be. But there are a few things I got to do first. Like, I have to get my own place. I've never had my own place. So I'll get my own place. Somebody left a, I clicked on a Christian, christiantoday.com from, I guess, from Australia. And it says, Jesus loves the prostitutes and the adulterers. Yes. Jesus loved not only the adulterers and the prostitutes. Like, like the women that was in prostitution that they wanted to stone. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, you know, what do you tell him? He who is free of sin cast the first stone. Yeah. And they walked away because they were all the guilty sinners and probably some of the Johns of that prostitute, right? And what yeah. did you tell her? Where are your accusers? Where are the ones that were going to stone you? And she was like, they're gone. He goes, well, go yeah. and sin no more. And that's what people don't understand. That God, yeah, loves. And you know how the LGBTQ tries to misuse God is love. Yeah, God is love, but he tells you, go and sin no more. Yeah. He doesn't want you to continue that sin. Whatever it is that you do, God's not judging you. The one that accuses you is the devil. And, and the devil's the mm -hmm. one that's going to be going to hell. One doesn't go to hell when it comes to Jesus, you know? And, yeah. and accept him as Lord and Savior and surrenders the whole being, the whole heart and will and desires and addictions and everything to God. That's what people don't understand, that God is love, yeah. But God is also just and holy. And the Bible makes it clear that no one should be before a holy God. You have to be holy. And the only way to be holy is in Christ. Be born again. Mm -hmm. Be transformed by his blood. Be born again spiritually. So you so you, you can come from all walks of life, but if you don't put yourself well with God, and that is being born again through his blood, accepting him as Lord and Savior, being regenerated through all that process mm -hmm. in the spirit of God, because it's the, the, the dead spirit that is born again in you. The dead, the, 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 the dead spirit is made alive in Christ. It's quickened. In the old English term, it is quickening. Yeah. It's quickened. It's made alive. Your, your carnal flesh is now alive in Christ because now there's a spirit Speaking being that is alive that, that identifies with God, you know? Speaking of carnal flesh, okay, I've never been on a date, ever. Never been taken on a date. This guy asked me to go on a date with him to the demolition derby and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So you tell me if this is a normal way to act or if I should be worried that there's something wrong with this guy. Because I noticed a few things about him. I had a feminine issue while I was walking down to meet him so we could go out together because I didn't want to have him pick me up here. So I was 10 minutes late. The guy left without me threw a fit and told me I won't wait for any woman. Is that something I should be like, what a fucking asshole? Like, I've only known the guy two days, right? And who was this guy? Yeah. He, he's a guy I met here because I don't know anybody here, but he has a store. He owns a store downtown 
and he asked me to go out to the demolition derby with him and stuff. I've only known him like three days. Why, why, why do you want someone like that? When they present themselves like that, you got to oh, drop them. That's exactly what I did. When he acted like that, I kind of thought back to Those are the pictures I get of people immediately when they throw something like that. Impression is everything. Yeah, that's you bad, know? right? Guys, uh, he should, that's not bad. a normal way for a guy to act, is it? That's not the normal way for anybody, men and women. Okay. Okay. No, that's not the normal. That's See, never I the thought normal. that I, seemed like a red flag. That should be something I worry about because I'm always in these relationships where I'm getting beat up and abused. So at some point, there has to be something that I can do to prevent this from happening, right? Exactly. So I so figured that looking you, you for... You got someone that throws something like that. That's one of the reasons I don't date anymore. It's been a while, but I see bad women like that. Why and I know. You should huh? date, Lonnie. You should date. No, because when I, when I see for now, when I see, look, every woman that's there aren't enough so good far, guys out there. <laughs> no, every woman that has seen me, I, you know, in the past I was picky, and believe me, I, I brought down my my expectations. I was super picky. I'll be honest. I messed up. Um, yeah. In fact, in fact, there's been two women that had two kids, and if I'd have gone either way, either direction with either of the women. Uh, mm-hmm. I, would, I would have had a, I would have had a son, five, six, seven year old son now. Um, not that I'm regretful, but I, I, I always see their son and they don't know it. I don't say it, but it's in my mind. I said, that could have been my kid. Aww. And I, I, I look at it and I said, if I would have gone down that direction. Now, mm-hmm. uh, actually, you know, it most just of means there's kids, somebody else out there for you. Probably somebody even better. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm hopeful, but I'm not, honestly, I haven't done my job to look. And everywhere I've seen, it's just, uh, I don't know, I, I'm very careful with finding loser type of women. And I don't mean loser, like they, they hit rock bottom, they're, you know, stuff like that. They're, they're in gangs or they've been in and out. I don't mean that. Ooh, dear I, I mean people, pe- people that just have a nasty attitude and as pretty as they yeah, might Yeah, it be. makes somebody ugly really quick when they have a bad attitude, doesn't it? Yeah. So. Even if they're the most beautiful person in the world, if they yeah. have a shitty attitude, all of a sudden they're ugly. I was like, this guy, I noticed he did other things that were really wrong, too. And I'm not going to let guys treat me bad anymore. Because I don't, I deserve to be treated in a certain way, I think. Like, with respect. And I don't know. I don't know exactly how a guy should treat a girl, because I've never been shown that. But I'm pretty sure I have an idea of how I want a person to treat me. And I'm a pretty fair, easygoing person, like, and I'm nice, and I would never treat anybody badly, so I think I deserve to be treated nice, like, however guys should treat a girl, you know? I think I deserve that. Like, he he was trying to be a pervert with me, and I didn't even realize it at all until I realized he flipped out because I was late. And then I looked back at hanging out with him, and... So he had a friend there and they were playing poker and I don't gamble. I'm a lady. I know that sounds old school, but I'm not into gambling. I'm a little bit old school that way. It's just not something I do. It's not ladylike. So I was watching them and doing my own thing on my computer while they played and we were all hanging out, but his friend would talk to me and then he would like cut me off. So I couldn't talk back to his friend or something. It was just, it was very weird way to act I thought and then his friend left and he was like well I don't like being downstairs in my store 
when it's closed, especially when everybody's drinking for the Canada Day and stuff, I don't want any trouble. So let's go upstairs. Mm-hmm. So I go upstairs and ew, all that's on the floor is this like dirty old mattress. I've been in a crack house or two, so I didn't make a big deal out of it. He went to the bathroom and I picked up that mattress and turned it into a couch and set it up against the wall. And then I got his puppy to come sit down right beside me. So she was in between us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then I sat there very awkwardly because he was being like really weird like, he was like, I'm going to lay down. You don't mind if I touch you like that. And I just got really fucking creeped out. So I walked home because he was good. He was supposed to give me a ride home, but it was like he was stalling, giving me a ride home. And, and I'm not a home? spring chicken. Okay. I'm old enough to know he was trying to have sex with me and that's not something I wanted. So being the fair person I am, because I wasn't going to give him what he wanted, I left. And I knew that's what he wanted. So I was like, well, I'm not going to be rude. I'm going to just leave because I ain't going to have sex with this dude. Ew. Gross. I don't even know him. Like, ew. So, yeah, I should have not not went out with him a second time after that. Yeah. And, how far is, was it? Is, uh, it was like far? far. It was far. Is, is home was far away? Far. Yeah. I was downtown and I had to walk all the way uptown. But it only took about 20 minutes, so. And it was, like, 2 in the morning, though. Like, who makes a girl walk home at 2 in the morning? Yeah. Like, what did it But I don't care. I'll walk home as opposed to sleep with some dude. That's special to me still. That's not, For so many people, that is doesn't mean anything. Like, they can just have sex with anybody. Never see him again. It doesn't matter to them. But I can't do that. Because I think that's special. <laughs> yeah. And people laugh at me, especially like everybody laughs at me when I say that. They make fun of me. I'm made fun of a lot for that. But whatever, I don't care. Every no, time you sleep with somebody, you leave a, a part of yourself younger, with them. The younger societies are just pigs. That's why they don't well, need to be valued. Everybody my age, it seems too. All these men, all these men think I'm going to sleep with them. Like, how. Who do, do they think they're like Tom Cruise or something? I don't know, man. But it's like they almost expect it. And then they get really disappointed in me. And some of them aren't very nice. Some of them are not very nice if you don't sleep with them. But I don't care. I can be not very nice here. I'm just like, oh, well, aren't you pathetic? <laughs> I'm going to get mad at a girl because she's not Change the topic a little bit. When you guys celebrate Canada Day, which was on Friday, what do you guys mm-hmm. exactly do? Um, drink. <laughs> and then there's fireworks, but most people just drink and party. And what is exactly yeah. Canada Day? Canada Day celebrates the day Britain decided to let us be free of them, which happened in 1982. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Queen... We asked the queen, is it okay if we aren't like part of the Commonwealth anymore and we just do our own thing? And the queen was like, yes, I guess that's okay. <laughs> so it was very unclimatic. So, so, so England has no right over you guys? No, the queen remains only as a figurehead. Like honorary title, really. But she doesn't have nothing to do here. She comes and visits and everybody makes big deal out of it. But 
He's like a mascot for a football team. He's our mascot. And I think Prince Harry and what's her name are moving here. I heard the that, but I decided he, didn't want to be, he decided he didn't want to be a prince or something anymore. <laughs> so he officially renounced that? Yes. Yeah, he did. And so did because they just want their kids to have a normal life. That's why they were going to move here to Canada. And they dropped their titles and everything. That's why the whole royal family kind of hates them right now. Because wow. they're like, how could you just not be a prince? <laughs> Yeah. He let his he let his brother be king for God's sake. That's he was going to be king. He was going to be king. He was like, nah, I don't want to be king. I want to raise my but kids. He, he, he doesn't leave empty-handed, right? Well, obviously he's he's going to have money to buy a house and whatnot. Probably, yeah. Okay. He even he even let go of the duke title. Like he just wants to be a normal citizen. But obviously they're going to load him up with cash. I'm sure. Like he's not gonna have to start from scratch. A one, a one lump payment, son. You could never come yeah. back. Or Just him. never come back. You're not my son anymore. <laughs> More than I got. Yeah, Trudeau does suck, Jay. Trudeau, I don't like Trudeau. Just go take a look on my Discord page at the pictures I have of Trudeau next to Castro. <laughs> I've seen like, that on the web. It's incredible. It's striking. He's a dead ringer for mm-hmm. Castro. Wow. He won't take the paternity test. The child always looks like the father. Yeah, I, I used that the other day. Thanks for that, actually. Thank you for that very much. <laughs> yeah, that child always looks like the father. Because that's where I got it. I got that from you, and boy, did I sound just witty when I repeated it. <laughs> so I stole that story. <laughs> Um, I don't know, in uh, in calling up, I, I didn't know really if uh, I was introduced by by a friend who's way into the Constitution, which is good, but they're purists. They're not Republican anymore, but they're more to the Constitution. They're not into the party. And, you know, I, I respect what they think, and I, I don't really line up with them a whole lot. But I line up more with, more with Donnie the Don over over uh, any of the socialist groups that come up. But I, I didn't know that the calling app has a bunch of atheists, left-wing progressive and, and socialists until they actually say it, or and or communist Marxists, until they actually say that they are that. Yeah. Well, if okay. I come to the States, I'm coming to visit you. I might go to the States. I don't think I'm as kicked out as I thought. Lee from uh, Lee News Debate told me he's pretty sure that just because you have a criminal record, they don't not let you in the States. He thinks he can get me in. Hey, where, where is Lee from uh, Lee News Debate? Is he in Washington? Lee News Debate. I'm on his show all the time. No, no, I know. Is he in Washington State? I think so, yeah, yeah. That's not bad. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that's where I mean, he is. Canadians are able to come into the U.S. without a problem, right? For the most part, I don't think there's a problem. I don't know what's been going on since COVID, but Lee was just like, I'll marry you. Yeah, ask ask before you come. That way they don't shut the door and they're not so bad, you know? Well, we probably have to get like one of those passports and all that. (laughs) But I want to go to the States. All my friends are there. How long does it take for the process of all that? Um, 
I'm not sure. But there's a place I want to check out there called Teen Challenge. Oh, you want to know about them? I know about them. Yeah, I wanted to go. I wanted to go there maybe. I, 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 I have friends there. I, really? I have friends there. Yes. I got a friend who, who's been there almost going on four years. But I think he oh, left Teen Challenge to go to the state of Washington. But my friend had to go there because he was really depressed. When they brought yeah, him... When they brought him from the state of, when they, when they brought him back from the state of, of Colorado, his mom brought him in bad shape. And the guy was, he had all sorts of addiction, not drug, but more like porn and broken heart. And, and he was broken hearted because somebody died because he was working as a caregiver and some, some, somebody died on him. So he came back all messed up. He went into the team challenge almost immediately. He stayed mm-hmm. there good over two years. Yeah, and, that's uh, what I But I, 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 could, I, I could tell him it's not really about teens anymore. It started with no, teens. Teen, age, challenge, right? teen challenge will, they're going to discipline you to the point where you're not even going to be using a cell phone or computer. Well, that's what I need. That's what I need. And, and, they're, and, they're, and they're, let me ask you, there's no teen challenge in Canada? Too, right? Huh? I, I, they do. Yeah, they have uh, two of them here, I think. I was going to try to get into one in the States, though. Okay. Because, no, no, uh, I had... Talk to them. See what they could do. And maybe they could vouch for you. But you're going to have to be committed. No, no coming in and out. Well, I just, I think that it's something I'm being led to do. There was another girl that ran with the same gang I ran with, right? In Calgary. Uh-huh. And they all called her shady. Like, this girl would stab you for five bucks. She was a fucking monster. A horrible monster everybody was terrified of her she was a really bad bad girl (laughs) and basically society wrote her off even the jail had wrote her off Mm -hmm. and she said one day like you can see it it's on she she went to teen challenge and now she runs a teen challenge Mm -hmm. but uh she was like nobody had any hope for her whatsoever to talk to her to stay in a program they'll take care of you but you have to abide by the rules well, I thought it would really get good. me, because my sons need me, hey, and I am not, I'm not good enough for them. I know that sounds horrible. I am a good person, but I'm not disciplined well, enough well, don't worry to be mother. First, you got to take care of yourself. And that's yeah, I have to learn how to do your, all that. Yeah. I have to get a routine. I want to learn how don't, to be don't, a good don't wife. Worry, don't worry about your, your children right now. Yeah. I want to learn how to be a good wife, too. I know that kind of discipline. You'll be better by the time you come out. And That's so cool that you know about that place. Yeah, because I had, I had a friend and I, I asked him, why, why is he called Teen Challenge? Because you're nothing of a teenager. He went in in his uh, maybe late 20s. My friend Corey, Corey Fisher. He's from uh, mm-hmm. Lancaster. Nice, sweet guy. But he had a lot of issues. He, had to work. he was an angry person. And, uh, he worked on them. Last time he went, he called me once in a while. I gotta call. Maybe I'll call him tomorrow. I, I think he was mm-hmm. in another center, like Teen Challenge with another name, and he was talking them out. Yeah. He was preparing himself to go to, to, to go to the So that place is really know. good. I read about them in jail, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. When I was in jail, I, I had, there was this little book, and it talked about somebody going to Teen, teen Challenge and how it completely changed their life. 
but they hated it at first. They said they fucking hated it there at first because well, they, they like forced. They, 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 they take all, all the things you're used to, all the freedom and, and yeah. all the worldly things. Yeah. So you have well, and apparently they make you do lots of work. Like they work you all day long or something. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe that my friend that went there, like she went in there an absolute monster that everybody was terrified of. Like she was going to be in jail for murder if she was that mm-hmm. evil. And when she came out of there, you couldn't even recognize her as the same woman. She was beautiful. Like, when she was on the street, she was not beautiful. She was fucking psychotic and scary. (laughs) But when she did her year or two at a Teen Challenge and came out, she was a different woman. Like, like night and day. Like, when Jesus restored Mary and exercised the demons from her. That's what this girl was like. She looked different. I'm I'm pretty sure your friend fit that bill very well. And she found the love of her life and got married after that. And now both her and her husband are preachers that go around and spread the word to native, other native people on the reserves and stuff. And like, it was pretty amazing. Her story is amazing. I don't know how she did it, but somehow she goes to Teen Challenge, two years, starts running it, and then meets her husband. And they got married right away, like right away. They got married, and they're just happy. Is like they're so happy. And, and they still work in the team challenge right now. Um, now they're doing um, they're preaching at reserves and stuff. So they're yeah, going around. Yeah, and they need the Lord. I love yeah, the and, the, really and everybody loves her because she used to be in the gang with them, right? So she has street credit, like I would. She can go back to the streets. People respect her. So they'll listen to God from people like that, right? So I went back to the streets, too, to do something like that. They listen to me because I know the language, I guess, and the customs, for lack of a better way to put it. I got street cred. But I just, it was so amazing. You know how she found God? She said she was in her cell and her heart just start beating really fast and hurting really bad her chest. She was terrified. She was having a stroke in her cell and she couldn't get to the button to press it to get help. Mm-hmm. And she said, Oh God, it just gives me goosebumps talking about it. She said, okay, if there is a God, I need that button to be pushed right now. And all of a sudden, the, the button that calls the guard, and she wasn't close to it. Freaking, it went, it hit the button. Somebody hit the button. She was the only one in the cell. Mm-hmm. She's having a fucking stroke. And she said, well, if there is a God, somebody's got to hit that button for me. And then the button went off. Mm. That's why wow. she turned to God. Because she said that, she said, God directly communicated with me because and it turns out she was having a stroke they had to take her to the hospital she she could have died if that button didn't magically just get pressed when she was across the room and no one else was there so she was having a stroke yeah she was having a stroke 
And she said she they were talking about God and all the girls get out of their cells to go to church because it's a reason to get out of your cell, right? So she was out of the cell into the church and she's kind of like huffing and puffing like, oh, bullshit type of thing, you know. But then when she was in her cell having that fucking, that heart attack or whatever she had, she said, well, if there is a God, I need that button pressed. And as soon as the words came out of her lips, she said, Mm -hmm. the button pressed. And I mean, she was, she was across the room from it. And so she said from that day forward, she knew there was a God (laughs) because in her eyes, he directly answered her immediately after she asked, like he wanted her. She said, God obviously wanted me to pay attention. (laughs) And she overcame the, the stroke and everything, right? Yeah, yeah, she says, he gave me a stroke and then he saved my life. Oh, bye, Jay. It was nice meeting you, too. I I believe Jay is a Christian as well. That's kind of cool. I never knew any Christians until recently. Yeah, he is. He. That's so cool, eh? I was so excited to talk to you, Blotty. Because you're like, you're like somebody that I can really trust to talk about God with because I know you wouldn't feed me any bullshit and you're not going to tell me I'm stupid like they pretty much cancelled me on paying burn because I believe in God I think I think that's why I think they don't think I, I'm smart I tell, them, I tell them about God as, I, as much as I can without trying to bash them yeah so, well you know what I think I should have thought of this when they were saying it the other day but they said well I can look out the window and there's a tree outside and I know that tree exists because I can see it. Well, what about gravity? You can't see gravity, but you know it exists. There's about a million processes going on in their own body. They're not in control of anything. Well, is it true that the devil is fighting for souls on Earth? Like, is that true? Yeah. Like, because did God tell the devil that he was allowed to walk on earth for an amount of time? And then well, God's going to come he, back he and a, take it back? He is like the prince of the air, so he could roam. The, now, the earth doesn't belong to him. God overcame him, but he's still allowed to do his evil deeds. But he doesn't have the power, like, way before like, when Jesus died, he doesn't have that power. <laughs> the deeds, yeah. now the, the gospel is, is going gone everywhere that's why you have you have a, a shitload of bad christians a, a shitload of, oh that yeah out of good. Some, some out of yeah there good. are mm-hmm. you know that's that so of, like some of the best the, some of the best homes in america in canada mm-hmm. look at how they end up they end up like all those right? in canada. all in doubt all hating that jack he came up from a christian home but I'm pretty sure oh, really? he just rejected God because a lot of the people, like Jack, I remember in their in their mind, I caught on to a lot of them for sure. They were saying, this is not true, yeah. this is not true, this is not true, in their mind. That's all the Do you think to him. some extent it's just him rebelling against his parents? Of course, of course. That's all there. That's all like there. maybe he's he'll change his mind, mind, right? When he joked Might around about him. masturbation and sleeping around. Oh, yeah. He, well, you do know what happens to him, right? You do know what happened to him as a child, right? No, what happened? Um, a man raped him. 
when he was very young and molested him and it was very sexually abusive with him all throughout his childhood and it was a family member. So I and think probably, that has something to do with it. God for all that, the evil that somebody did. Yeah. I know he, those stories. Yeah, he, he's he very upset gay. about he, it. He, he, he's probably gay too. Well, he wasn't meant to be gay, but he, he, he became gay because of your deal. Well, he he likes really women, but he, he talks about bisexual. Like, they're all bisexual now, though. Right there, I don't know what it is. Everybody's bisexual now. I don't know. I just want to get married and have a husband before I die. That's all I want. <laughs> like, I just keep, you know what? I think I've I've just got to hang around with better men. I have never been married because I only want to do it once, right? And you have to be with somebody that's equally yoked. So I couldn't marry a man that didn't believe in God. I'd have to marry a man that that knew God better than I did so he could help, like, you know, <laughs> lead the way for me. That's what I'd want. I'd want a guy that was already, like, very knowing of God so he could teach me. Obviously, I can't date an atheist, that's for sure, not now, because that would never work out. Because the atheist and the person exactly that is non-atheist, that is lost, is one and the same. They're no different than each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, and I think that that God really might have a plan for me. Leave it up to God. I really do. Get into that challenge and and go through I think God has a plan. I think I'm going to meet somebody because I kind of had a dream once. I was really sad. I, Let me ask you, changing the topic a little bit. Yeah. Have you, have you ever gone to Quebec? Oh, yeah, yeah. I went there for the National Youth Poverty Conference when I was 18. What part of Quebec were you in? Uh, old Quebec. What is old Quebec? Um, that's where the... Um, no. That's in Quebec City. Okay. How are, yeah, how are the Quebecois with the Anglo-speaking crowd? The they don't like it as much when you're actually in old Quebec, like you're in Quebec, because everybody there speaks French. They're a little snobbish if you don't, because they all speak English too, right? So they figure, well, if we can speak English and French, you can at least try. But in Montreal, they don't really care as much. Oh. But I'm good with French people. I'm pretty much good with everybody, though. People just like me for the most part. I'm pretty, I don't know, I'm lucky like that. One of my friends told me I'd be really good at traveling the world because I'm just likable and he's pretty sure the locals would always like me wherever I went because I'm polite and decent, old school kind (laughs) of. down to earth so yeah the Quebec they all loved me I couldn't understand a word they were saying at all <laughs> it was fun it was fun to play like charades with them do they try really to talk try to, to them. Uh, have everybody learn French in, in, in territories that are not controlled by oh yeah like we had French class um, up until grade 7 And then you had the choice after grade seven to continue with French or not. 
is an elective, but yeah, I didn't continue with it. If you are bilingual in Canada, like you can get a really great government job and like, it's something really, you know, good to learn. Definitely. Because you could get a job with the government then yeah, and get paid the big bucks. But there are lots of different, like the courts always need people that speak French because it is a language. We have two national languages, right? So a good and patriotic citizen would try to learn both. But most French people, like almost 90% of them probably know French and English. Like I've never met a French person that couldn't speak English too. Which just shows how lazy some people are. Like, <laughs> they can learn English, but we can't learn French. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's not an easy language. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm bilingual. I speak English and Spanish. But I was going mm-hmm. to school for, until COVID. And, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I was learning French. And it does not come easy. It's like any language. I was hoping to pick it up so quickly, but it's much easier said than, you know. Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah, do you have like a really do you have like a family that hangs out together and stuff a lot I kind of do in a way but yes and no and they kind of they say they want to do more things together and they showed proof of that the last two years and then kind of like mm-hmm. this year not anymore you know I just get I like it I like hearing people see their families I don't know. I, I ask everybody I know that because that's like something I really, really, really wish I had the option to do. And then I like to hear other people's stories about their family hangout time because I don't, I've never had that really. I've never, yeah. <coughs> but uh, my mom is paying attention to me, which is nice. <laughs> Nice. I, I just I always you. hoped I'd marry somebody. Uh-huh. I wanted to marry somebody that had a mom so I could like steal their mom away from them. You no. Know? <laughs> That's why I said, oh, I'll just get a husband with a mom and she'll be my mom too. But now I'm getting old. <laughs> I'm like old, man. I'm, do you know how old I am? Um, I'll tell you, but don't tell anybody how old I am. I'm having issues um, with it. I'm 40 years old. My like my I'm a woman though. That is bad. I'm unmarried and I'm 40 years old. And I don't even have a boyfriend. That's why it's so hard to leave this guy. Like it's almost like I'm at a point in my life where I'm like is it better to be with a guy that punches me in the face all the time? No, no, never do. Or never like yeah, but like you, girls have an expiry date, men don't. We all have an expiration date. In regards to procreation, some sooner than others, but women outlive men usually. Yeah, I can still get pregnant for the time being, but that won't last much longer. <laughs> God, that's horrible. I just realized something. Yeah, no, I can't ever go back with him. I can't. That would be horrible. No, that's good that you've determined not to. Well, I think that I was secretly, I don't know. I think I might have been 
subconsciously almost just allowing myself to get pregnant. That's horrible. What a horrible decision that would have been. Yeah, don't worry. Everything will work out. Yeah. What time is it over there right now? It is late. It's probably 2 a.m. Yep, 1.43. What time is it where you are? 12, it's going to be 1 o'clock. I was going to ask you, um, the shelter there, they don't have you stay in, you know, no. put your, if I want put to your shelter. All my I could. Yeah, we're like, I, if I want to stay out all night, I could. I don't have to, any time to go to bed. Like, we're not allowed to use the kitchen after a certain time mm-hmm. until morning, but we're, we're allowed everybody to. Everybody has to be up at 7? No, no. What about for breakfast and lunch? We have so much food here. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, we one of us usually will take a turn cooking supper at night for the other girls, and then we'll yeah. take turns. But if you want you, lunch, you guys, cook, your, you guys cook the food that is there. You, you don't yeah, have a. It's just like a house. Like it's okay. just like a house. I have my and own how bedroom. People, how many people are there? You ever right cook? now, there's one, two, three, four. Well, oh, and her kid, so fine. No, the reason I asked is because the shelter's over here. You you couldn't even be talking to me right now. You got to be asleep oh, at yeah. a certain time. See, they're different for, like, homeless people than for abused women. The abused women's shelter is set up way differently. They set it up like a home, and they're very kind to us. So, you, so you're with many women right now? Uh, there are four ladies that are staying here now. Four. Are they all uh, also gone through a similar yeah. situation as you? Uh, yeah. Violent domestic yeah. violence? Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's always full here and there's not enough room and there are always other women that want to come. So that's kind of sad. And there's never enough but, room? No, because they don't want to like overload it with people. So, so they, they have it a maximum capacity? Well, they have one, two, three, four. They have five rooms. Five rooms. And they like us all to have our own bedroom. And do they give you a time limit of how long you can stay? For how three many months. months. For three months, they'd like us to be out by three months. And you're still going to be doing the, the phone thing? Uh, see, they gave me time off work because I just felt like with everything going on, it would be traumatic for me, you know? So I don't know if I want to go back, though. I should have went back already, but I just don't want to. And they told me they'd help me to get on assistance because it doesn't make me feel good doing that. Like, and it really kind of insults me that those ping, like Pangburg and all them, they've kind of centered that around like who I am as a person. And I mean, if you're a plumber. I'll tell you something, uh, Angie. You're much yeah. better than everybody. I'd rather have a conversation with you one on one. Then most of those jack offs right there. They all think they're somebody, but they're a bunch yeah. of losers. And I told them, especially that guy Nivik, I told him to his face, you're a loser the way you think, dude. You're too young. Oh, if, you were, if, if I was with the mind that I have, as young as you are, I wouldn't be thinking like a loser. When yeah, you bring he all this, like, you, you might not understand this, Angie, but when they bring in all this Marxist identity, victim of society, slavery bullshit, that is the mentality <laughs> of a loser. <laughs> Most immigrants that come here that have struggled in, in third world countries are thankful for being here. And oh, they don't no have kidding. that attitude. 
And if you tell them they're a victim, they'll sock you to your face. I go, you're sick. Yeah, they're not a victim. I told told people like that, you're sick. You're sick in your mind and your heart and in your head. And it's sad because you're so young with so much potential. You want to blame the society for your for your failures in life, for your lack of ambition. That's sad. That is the mind of a loser. Uh, yeah. a, a retarded, uh, somebody that's disabled has more heart and more desire to raise up and they don't believe that, mm-hmm. they're, that, that they're like that, you know? Yeah. They do something with their disability. These guys walk with the, the crutch of racism, the crutch of victim identity. That's yeah. disgusting. And I tell yeah. a lot of them in, that are socialism Marxists, they think the same. But the ones that, are, mm-hmm. that, that, that go to the theories of, of critical race theory, all that shit, I tell them to their face, you're a loser. Stop acting yeah. like a loser. Grow up. Put on your man's hat and grow up and start working and yeah. stop asking for a handout. Because you're not always a victim. And you know what? People that have that victim mentality are never going to be anything more than victims. Exactly. Because they allow, they allow, they allow a, a satanic philosophy, ideology that was repeated to them in school or somewhere in life in college that they learned it. And they believe that bullshit. And that is yeah, the mind of a loser. Immediately. Somebody programmed you to be a loser. And you want to come yeah. and convince people that the world owes you a reparation, owes the natives mm-hmm. this, or the blacks. Fuck you, I tell them. I'm sorry to be, you know. Fuck no, you. don't I, be. I, I think I've I, I believe, all my life. I believe all we were life. on a show, both of us, and we were swearing at people about that exact thing you just mentioned. Yeah. The stupid. And you, there was that other that other guy was on there too that was pretty cool. I think he was. I don't know where he was from, yeah. but he's very smart but, too, like you. And he believed in God too, like you do. I hate the stupid mentality. There are more people in the they, they like believe in God. They haven't even started contributing to the world. They haven't even suffered really. Oh, I can yeah. understand. You came from they a bad probably home. haven't suffered in their life. They probably haven't. Really, like I have been on the streets of hate. I've seen people shot and held them in my arms as they were dying. And these kids think they've been through something? Holy fuck. Let, t- let, let me tell you, uh, Angie. Somebody told me like this on, uh, I don't know, they, they, they sent me a message. You know like when you send me messages on, hmm? on calling? Somebody yeah, sent me a message and said, thank you for saying what you said. Those guys need to hear that. Oh, really? You know? And they tell me, yeah. you're, you're a Republican. What are you doing here? Why, why are you here? I go, well, I'm here for you losers. I'm here to hear all your bullshit, really. I'm here to hear all your crap, all your victim of society, snowflakey bullshit. That's what I'm here to hear, all your nonsense. I don't know why I'm wasting my time to do better things with my life. I go, but I need to listen to you, all your your nonsense, you know? Yeah. I think the one that's more respectable is that guy Lee from News Debate. Yeah, I like He runs his show like a newscast. He, 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 He regularly, you know? You know what it makes me think? I'm not as bad. I'm not doing bad. When I hear these guys, I'm not doing bad. I'm doing way better than them in life. Bunch of losers. I'm like, wow. You know, I like to hear somebody like you a win. I like to hear people that are positive, my but all this if I were to hear all the leftist programming, I would have shot myself a long time ago. Go, how the hell could you guys survive? Loser mentality. I know you guys don't believe in that. Yeah. I thought you're, you're a loser. You're a straight out loser. And I tell them to their face, you're a filthy loser, dude. You're a blabbermouth. There's no logic to your reasoning. You, you, you're no different than a, than a woman that likes to gossip. In this case, men and women gossip horribly. And you're <laughs> to talk. 
whether you're anti-Trump or anti-whoever, garbage, garbage in, in your in your talk. No substance. Who the hell? Are, all I hear is complaint. Like man, I like listening to Nance now and then, but he he lets you overtake the whole conversation. I, I, that's why a lot of guys he, they they kick him out, leave from new debate, the one that that helped you host that you hosted. He kicked yeah. him out the other day. He kicked him out. I don't know if you know. Yeah, he does. Out. I love that about him. Actually, I like it when he kicks those people out. I know it's kind of rude, but man, sometimes you, they... you know why, why leave from you debate and never kick me out? Because I'm respectable. I know when, when yeah. somebody takes over the, I don't try to take over your conversation and own it like mm-hmm. it's my show. That's why you tell them, go get your own, get, go, go get your own program. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and he likes it when people back up what they have to say. Leave exactly. hates it when people just talk shit and can't back it up. You can back exactly. up your shit. You make sure and you can. Didn't want to take the time to do the homework. He was challenging. Yeah. But I remember that last episode. Like he, he, he just likes to throw his empty, empty diatribe. Yeah. They're all just opinions, and he wants you to think of it as fact. Yeah. He actually wants you to think of it as fact. They're not fact. It calls them out of you. Like there's he no other way to think than what you think. I pay. I support the, uh, the podcast. Believe as well because I believe in them, but I don't think I'm going to be saying this obviously. Yeah, don't worry. You can. You got to support them. I because know your intentions are good, but you're in a home right now. Because I'm, yeah, I I'm really good at saving money. Like, I'm really good at saving money. I'm really good at not spending money. And some people don't think that's a challenge, but it's a challenge, man. No, it's actually I good. don't. The you only reason I have no money now is my ex would take all my money. So I'd save up like three grand and then take it. And I'd have nothing. So that's what, what happened. What happened to the money that he owed you, the 2000 He won't pay me. So I figured, you know, it's not right. But there's nothing I can do about it, so maybe I'm just going to have to cut my losses. It's $2,000. But I can't really beat them up or make them pay me, right? So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's using it because he wants me back. So the only thing I can do to really get him and stay away from him is not let him own me. By using these things against me, right? He thinks that I'll have to come back because he has the money, right? That's why he took it. So I'd be dependent on him. That's why he kept my belongings, because he thinks that I care about material goods so much that I'm going to have to go back for them. But material goods don't mean a lot to me. Sure, I like to have my things, right? But there's so many more important things in life than, like, I can't take that shit with me when I die. So I'll get new shit. And you know what? Like I said, it was so cool. I was like, I'm going to leave all my stuff there because he's using it against me. Like, I don't deal with terrorists. And then all of a sudden, all these donations came in in exactly my size that was, like, way better than the clothes I had. Like, that's fucking amazing, hey? I was like, oh, I don't have any clothes now. It was, like, in a matter of an hour, and they all fit me, like, perfectly. It's like somebody bought them for me. 
and they're like really classy too. They're not classy, slutty. They're like classy, like nice clothes. So I was like, oh my god, I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky, or else maybe I don't know. Maybe God touched somebody's heart enough that they were like, I gotta donate some clothes today, and they were just my size. Hey, hey, Angie, did the shelter have any type of uh, any type of religious service? No, they're not allowed to talk to God about God with us. A lot of ladies do believe in God. They're just not allowed to discuss it with us. Isn't that like ridiculous? They're like silencing God. <laughs> but a lot of the places do that now, to, so as not to offend it. So they can get fired. They can get fired talking about God. Uh, who who runs the shelter? <laughs> In Canada, the government. It's like a government-funded thing. The abused woman shelter, yeah, it comes right out of the pack. Uh -huh. <laughs> but lots of fundraising, too. Like, right now, they're trying to fundraise for a park for the kids. Because we have a huge backyard here. And eight-foot fences, like... And locks with extreme alarms, like, so nobody can come in here, right? But the kids' playground, they had to take out. So they want a new kids' playground now. Wow. And I, I can't wait until I make something of myself. Because uh, I did horse therapy before. And uh I would love to run a program for females that were getting out of prostitution and the street life and uh, have them work and do horse therapy. I worked, what they do is uh, horses that were abused or injured mm -hmm. that are needing love and attention, they adopt them at the ranch. And they have the abused horses work with the abused women. Because with horses, you you can't approach a horse because they can feel what you're feeling, right? They can sense it. So if you're afraid of the horse, the horse is going to feel your fear and be afraid too. So it really teaches you trust when you work with them. Because you've got to make that horse trust you. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was a beautiful experience. I really recommend it. I want to do that with drug addicts, with women. See, women that have been in the industry, they don't trust men anymore because men abuse them. I know some people don't think what they're doing is abuse, but it is. <laughs> when you pay for a woman to have sex with you, you are abusing her, in my opinion. I actually ruined prostitutes for some poor man the other day. I totally destroyed prostitutes for him. He was sitting talking about how some girls want to do it, some girls like to do it. And I was like, do you have a child? And he said, yeah, I have a three-year-old daughter. And I said, I want you to ask your three-year-old daughter every fuck, ask her like twice a year what she wants to be when she grows up, all the way till she's 18 years old. And then when she's 18, you tell me how many times she said a prostitute. Exactly. That's what I trip out on, on Lance. The day he was defending the right of workers that are prostitutes. And I was like, my goodness, you're a disgusting man.
I go, you're a truly disgusting man. You're a John. You should be charged along with the women that are caught. The women should be charged. The men should, should be. It should be him. It should be him alone. Yeah. If there was because five or ten guys that were do, do, doing sell. it with different women, he should be charged yeah. for ten times. But mm -hmm. this guy just disclosed his pathetic, sick life to the whole world. Yeah. I was like, damn. You're advocating you know, for your addiction. Like, it's terrible. It's terrible. I mean, I, I don't blame do the that. women that would not want to be with Lance because he has a, a big <laughs> fucking mouth that he won't shut yeah. the hell up, you know? That's understandable. Yeah. You know, you, you have a blabber mouth like that all day. They're just blabbering like... All day, every day, you never shut Yeah. I won't blame I won't blame the woman that says, you know what, I can't stand this. He doesn't know when to shut up. <laughs> but I, I feel more for the prostitute that has to sleep and mount, get on top of this motherfucker. Oh or even give him a blow. I feel for that for that prostitute. Damn. Yeah. The yeah. He I, really he, he almost had me. That's why I had to destroys leave. Destroys people. It destroys yes. women. I've seen it completely. Yes. And he thinks it's like whatever. Women. I go, don't you know that most of those women, they're doing it because they were taught that at a young age. They were violated. Don't you know? Mm -hmm. Or forced into it. Or yes. they're forced. They're literally forced into it. They're either it. coming from the porn industry or they're going into that mm -hmm. shit. But a lot of these... Okay, I can you know give what I tell you, them there's, too? Exactly. There's those few nymphomaniacs out there. Nymphomaniacs, mm -hmm. uh, you know, anonymous, you know, nymphomaniacs, united, mm -hmm. whatever. I understand, okay, mm -hmm. but the, not all women were created to do that shit. It destroys and the soul over time. people that are addicted to sex feel guilt and shame, and they don't want to be like that. That's why they have 12-step programs. Like, people, nobody feels good when they're slutting around, I don't think. But <laughs> no, a lot of those guys, including that guy that likes to call in from New York, yeah. Schnarf, another pervert. That guy oh is straight out. He said, if I end up in jail, I'll just go gay. Wow. Oh what a degenerate. Wow. I, <laughs> I, I, I never hear that. a normal guy. You gotta be okay. You gotta be gay already to do that kind of shit. Honestly. I just always tell people monogamy is really sexy. You guys don't understand how hot it is to be like, dudes find that sexy. I'm sorry. But when you have one man and you're only with that man, you guys learn how to be with each other, right? You learn how to please each other because you love each other and you want to make each other feel good. And the longer you're together, the better it can get, especially if you have a good relationship because you love that person. So you, you know, you learn what they like, what they don't. You trust each other more. So, you know, the sex is amazing. That's why I've only ever had sex in monogamous relationships. With but all these like, people don't understand that. With like long, like I like to have sex with one person. I, I bet you, I bet you, a lot of these perverts they don't know what it is to be loved, really, or even picking up women. I know most I think a lot of them replace love with sex. They yeah. don't know how to love. They think that love and sex are maybe the same thing, or they're substituting sex for love because they're I don't know. But I think that sex and love, like they should go together, like you know. You should have, yeah. Uh, but I'm weird, right? I'm. People think I'm a weirdo for that. No, they're the weirdo. But like, it's a gift. It's a special gift. <laughs> and you don't want to just give everybody a gift, or you're gonna be broke. And I think that you definitely, the person should deserve it. And 
you know, you shouldn't like run around and just. <clears throat> I noticed that just listening to the Pangworld Hangout, it, it should really be the porn, the Pornhub Hangout. Oh, they love asking me sex questions. They do those fuckers. But I can talk dirty with the best of them. I've been, I've had to hang out with men all my life, so I know how men talk, and I can talk just like them. But the funny part is, I would never sleep with not any of them. Nope. No way. I need a certain amount of like respect before I like sleep with a guy. Pretty much, like, I it's hard for me because I was traumatized, right? So. I really want to know that a man is going to respect me and not make me feel like bad, you know, <laughs> or make me do something I don't want to do or like never call me again. <laughs> Cause that kind of stuff really makes me feel horrible. That was one thing about my ex actually that kind of tore apart our relationship. He got all, uh, he got all like, paranoid and he was like well I cheated on you so now you're going to do something back to me and he became obsessed with it and I was like dude I don't cheat and it's not necessarily even for you that I don't cheat I don't cheat because I want to feel good about myself and who I am at the end of the day honestly and out of respect for my partner of course but after he hit me in the face I didn't really have as much respect for him I don't think there's any coming back from that, actually, because how how can I trust a man to keep me safe when he can't even keep me safe from himself? Fuck. Oh, God, I have to go to court soon. Why? Okay, buddy, this, this is because I got charged with assault. My whole side things? of my face. Yeah. The whole side of my face, black and blue, and these cops charge me with assault. And uh, what that's about the, him? The, he gets no charges. Why? They knew uh, because he's from this city and they know him. Oh, that's a load of crap. And that's why I told the ladies here, like they're telling me, don't contact him, don't contact him, like because he keeps trying to get a hold of me, right? But I'm like, should I not be being nice to him so maybe he doesn't show up in court? No, don't call him. Arrangement. No? Okay. Yeah, he's the one that hit you. Uh, yeah, I know. I just, I'm, I'm scared of jail, man. I don't want to go to jail. I'm a nice who, girl. Who started, who started fighting first, you or him? Well, I guess he wanted me to have sex with him. Like, right then. Like, he thinks if he whips it out, I should jump on it or something. Like no foreplay, just like I should be grateful. I don't know. So I, w I was trying to get my schoolwork done. I had a deadline. And if I didn't get all my work in by the deadline, I would fail my school. So I told him, like, I would, I really well please you. I will, I will, I will do this for you. I will have sex with you. I'll give you whatever you want. I've never denied you. But right now, I really have to get my homework in. And I, I ha don't have a lot of time, so could you please just let me do this first? And he got mad at me because he wanted it now. And I was, I wanted to do my schoolwork. And then he grabbed my phone from me and 
I said, give me my fucking phone because I have a I have a problem with my phone being taken. That's that's a really big thing for me because I used to never be allowed a phone. And my ex would that ex was even worse. He he was in a gang and he would beat me like savagely, like savagely beat me. Even his own member, his own buddies that were in the gang with him would be like, man. Why the fuck are you beating your girl so much? You're going to kill her, man. Like, he was bad. So he would take... He didn't allow me to have a phone. So I could never call for help. Ever. So I I don't like not having a phone. I don't feel safe. So he took my phone away from me. And that's how, when I knew he was going to probably beat me up. And then I got mouthy with him. Because he was being... He was much deserving of it. <laughs> I guess some people think that your girlfriend, like you can't rape your girlfriend or you can't like your wife because they owe it to you or something. But I don't think it's cool to demand sex, even if it is your girlfriend. I mean, maybe he could have helped me get my schoolwork in. And if he would have helped me get my schoolwork in, then we could have had sex when a little earlier. But yeah. I think he ended up getting what he wanted anyway, actually. <laughs> oh, what a sad man. Yeah, I didn't... The sex shouldn't be that fucking important. <laughs> God, it's got to come to that. But I think that he wasn't using it in the proper way. I think that he didn't feel very good about himself, and he was depressed, uh-huh. probably. And perhaps he was using the sex to feel validated in some way, or maybe he felt like I didn't love him or something. I don't know. But he was very, he, he needed sex way too much. Like you shouldn't have to have sex like six times a day. You shouldn't. That's not normal. Over, over, over sex. He was having sex with me five times a day. Five times a day. <laughs> like, that's for usually for young couples. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Every boyfriend I've ever had has wanted to have mad amounts of sex all the time. But Jeff was a little bit overboard because I have schoolwork to do. I have a lot. I have shit. I have a life that I have to live and I can't live it in your bed. <laughs> so it got to the point where literally he wouldn't let me out of the bedroom. Like, if he was away, I had to be in the bedroom because he had roommates. I couldn't leave the house, like, and he wouldn't take me out anywhere. We were just always in the bedroom. And then, like, I just started to feel not like his partner and just, like, you know, I started to feel like I was a prostitute in my own relationship. Like like a sex whore. Yeah, like that. That's what I felt like. I felt like that that he didn't love me and I told him that and he'd get mad and when he'd get mad and he wouldn't have like an out or he couldn't win the argument that's when he beat me up beat me in the submission I guess I don't know he just get yeah really ignorant and that's where I end up getting beat up and I guess so in a way I did cause the fights right because I could have just shut my mouth and did what he said but but I didn't want to do what he said. I just wanted a little bit of, you know, love, understanding, compassion, and respect. 
Like, I, you should do more than just have sex with the woman you're with, I think. I, I just want to understand, going back to that you got charged with, with assault, where yeah. the hell is the police department with this? I don't know, because I didn't even hit him. Like, I am completely innocent. If I hit him, I would say I hit him. My last boyfriend, I hit him with a bat to get him off me. I did. I fucking would do it again, too. I'm an honest human being. I will never hide my wrongs because then I'm not courting. He hit himself and said I did it. No, uh, uh, Angie, where do you have court? The 20th. They want jail time, too. Did you have to go to the hospital? Yeah, I did. I had to get an MRI. Okay, then tell him, take all those records and, and tell him he's the one that hit you. He's supposed to yeah. be going to jail. Yeah, they didn't even charge him. They wouldn't even take my statement. And they wouldn't even take me to the hospital. And I was injured quite badly. They wouldn't give me the cops' badge numbers that arrested me. They still haven't given me those. Because mm-hmm. I was going to press charges. I was going to call uh, Ottawa or my MLA or something. And like. And, and what is this, that he's better. from the city? They know him better or what? Yeah, they went to school with him. Like, this is a very, very small, tight community, right? All the people that live here were born here and raised here and went to high school together. So he was a hockey player for the farm team here. And these guys played hockey with him, I think. Like, one of the guys played hockey with him. So they're tight, yeah. And I think, I have a feeling that there's some corruption going on. because the drugs here are fucking insane for a tiny place. And there aren't a lot of drug dealers, but nobody's getting caught. And Jeff is one of the bigger, he works for the bigger gang, I guess, <laughs> that, that runs this place. Like that's who he works for. And the way they came in and were like where is he hey bro it was more like he was ordering up some thugs than calling police mm-hmm. it was, I, I wouldn't be surprised if these cops are very corrupt and somehow involved in the drug trade wow. what kind of drugs are they dealing crystal meth and cocaine and fentanyl they're trying to like they they put fentanyl in the meth and stuff here hey it's very dangerous um, my ex, he so, has so a these, lot of people end up dead. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of people are dying because they don't even know what they're doing. I've had to teach people that you can buy these test strips. They're very cheap. They're online and the test strip, all you got to do is get a little wet and touch it to your drug and it will tell you if there's fentanyl in it. Two lines for fentanyl, one line for no fentanyl. And then, you know, and you don't die. <laughs> but it is a huge problem here in all of Canada. Because, because putting fentanyl like, in it. Like artificial opioids, right? Yeah, and they want people to get addicted to the meth and to the blow, right? So they're putting fentanyl in it because of its addictive qualities. Dirty. Where's all the dirty. crackdown for all these drug dealers? Is that known? I think, they should be, I think they should be charged um, double. I think if you're going to lace somebody's dope with fentanyl and they don't do down, that you should be prosecuted as harshly as they possibly can. 
because to me that's murder. You are manslaughtering somebody. Maybe you don't know if they'll die or not, but there's a high probability that they will. I was drugged. Um, they tried to hotshot me. And uh, they. that's one of the reasons I quit doing needles. <laughs> I was caught in a trap house. They drugged me. They started shooting me up with needles. <laughs> Man, I, lucky, I was lucky to escape there. I couldn't shoot myself up. And that's how they kept me, like, that's how they ended up owning me, basically. They got me very, very addicted, and I couldn't shoot myself up. Because they don't want to teach the girl that, because then you always have to go back and ask them to do it for you, right? And so they like to lock the girl up, get her addicted, against her will, they don't care. And then you're hooked, you're there, you can't shoot yourself up, so you're always coming back begging for it. But the thing is, <laughs> I'm a stubborn, stubborn girl. So I just was like, you know what? You can't own me with your drugs. <laughs> I had this moment of incredible clarity. It was like the most amazing thing. And I looked at the guy and I said, you cannot own me with your drugs and your money. I am going home. And I left. And then I couldn't walk because I weighed 70 pounds. Like, my skin was hanging off my bones. I weighed 70 fucking five pounds, I think. My head couldn't support the weight of my neck anymore. Like, that's what they do to girls. Like, it's that's why I want to help women. And not that I don't care about men. It's just there's a lot for men out there. And there isn't as much for women. And if somebody would have helped me a long time ago, I would have been sober a lot a lot sooner. Like, I wish somebody would have helped me when I was a young girl. I was a really good girl. I was fucking a Christian, and I, I was a really good, naive, sweet girl at one point. I should probably go to bed. Yeah, let's call it a night. Yeah. Do you work in the morning? You probably work in the morning. No, actually, over here it's going to be 4th of July, but I still got things. Oh, yeah. Happy 4th of July, Vladi. Thank you. Then we'll talk tomorrow. Yeah, I hope so. I really like talking to you. Same here. Have a good night, and we'll talk again. Yeah, you too. Good night.